Creating and rekindling memories. NHR. Marvellous stuff. That is the, the new song from Katrina. Uh, it's called Holiday. And it's, we've got the weather for it as well. And it sounds great. And I'm so pleased to say that Katrina is on the other end of this line. Good morning, Katrina. How are you doing? Good morning, Kev. Happy Easter to you and all of your listeners. Oh, thank it's you. A beautiful so, day. It is, isn't it? It's gorgeous out there. Now then, I mentioned uh, what about five minutes ago when we played Love Shine a Light that this year celebrates 25 years uh, since you won Eurovision with Love Shine a Light. Um, just taking you back to that, what what was your Eurovision experience like? Well, first of all, I can't believe it's 25 years. I, I mean, it seemed like yesterday it was you know one year, and then all of a sudden it's 25. It just goes to show how quickly life passes you by and that we have to make the very most of it while we can. Well, my memory of it was it was in Dublin, Ireland. There were 24 contestants. It seemed like compared to today's standards, such a like a small little show. You know, it just took place on one day. We were all friends. We went to each other's parties. We were there for a week doing rehearsals and promotion and all of that. And it was just a very, very friendly environment. And when we won, I felt like the other contestants genuine, were genuinely happy for us. You know, you, I don't know if uh, anybody remembers seeing some of the views from the green room, but when it was announced that we won, we kind of went around the room and sort of shook hands and hugged all the other contestants. It's just become quite a huge thing right now. So obviously memories of it are beautiful. You know, we got a a little uh, telegram from Prince Charles and uh, Tony Blair contacted us because on the exact same day that we won, Tony Blair got into into uh, 10 Downing Street. So, I mean, it was a it was a joyful time for for the United Kingdom. It was Brit pop oasis. Things can only get better. Um, you know, Princess Diana was you know, a global icon and the country was was well respected and well loved by people. And I think that makes a big difference in getting uh, getting votes from other countries. Oh, I think it does as well. Yeah, definitely. Now, you said this was in Ireland. Am I right in believing that you've got Celtic roots? I have. Yes. Well, my mother was German and Irish and my father was Ukrainian. So we're uh, I'm kind of a typical American all over the place. <laughs> now then, you, you, of course, we, we're talking at the moment about Eurovision, and Eurovision is is really just around the corner for us yet again. Uh, it soon comes round. Uh, Sam Ryder uh, is representing us this uh, time round with Spaceman. Have you heard the song yet? Oh, I have. I think it's great. It's I brilliant, it's, isn't it? I really do. Genuinely think it's it's the best that the UK has done, probably since Jade, with the song that was written by Andrew Lloyd Webber, which came five in the contest. People are saying very positive things about Sam. He's got a great voice. He, he's a great-looking guy. And, boy, if he gets some production and it, they can make it look special on the night, we're going to get some votes for sure. But I think probably Ukraine will win um, because, as say what you want about political voting and Eurovision, it is very political. And I think politically people will want to show their support for Ukraine by giving them lots of votes and you know for everything that they've been through they've kept my vote you know seriously and and plus they have a great song i can't i can't wait to hear it. i've not heard it yet but i can't wait to hear it and i i think you're right i think people will 
tend to show their appreciation and you know for, for everything that's happened over there and what they're going through i think i think they may do that uh, and, and that's fine that's fine so now then the waves they were formed back in 82 83 and one of the other members was kimberly rue uh, who's currently at number 22 in the heritage charts with you can rely on me how important to you are chart placings in 2022 <laughs> The heritage chart's completely rigged. I mean, basically, <laughs> you, you just ask people to vote for you. And if you ask yeah. enough people and they vote for you, I mean, it's kind of like its own little Eurovision song contest. Um, chart placements, yeah, it's good fun. But, I mean, God, there are so many charts right now. I think the most important thing is to just keep being creative, keep putting songs out there, enjoy your life and your career, and hopefully the joy it brings others. I mean, that's really the reason that we do it. Um, and and hopefully it will continue because I'm 62 years old, so we never know when it's going to be the end of the line, but I'm enjoying every moment. Oh, brilliant stuff, and I know that you, you're sort of going out and performing live. We'll talk about that a little bit later on because um, I know that you, you've got a couple of biggies coming up. Uh, but you've also written two books, um, Peggy Lee Loves London and Metropoodle. Um, <laughs> both very fascinating books, uh, one about sort of the about London and the other about uh, about Cornwall. Tell us a little bit about those. Well, London is where I live and I used to go around, I still go around and I've just, I find so many cool places off the beaten track, um, you know, pubs, clubs, coffee houses, restaurants, cafes, beautiful little parks. And I thought, oh, it'd just be really fun to share this with people. Um, but I didn't want to be the one fronting it. So I thought my little poodle She's a little toy poodle, and she's adorable, little white thing. And I thought, well, let her be the face of it all. And because I do, I love Cornwall very much and like to spend as much time as I can there, it was sort of ditto the same thing, just showing the love through a little book, but letting my poodle front it. Because I think people would much rather look at a cute little poodle than me. Don't you agree? Katrina, <laughs> I, I, I think I'd rather look at you than a little poodle. Much as poodles are lovely to look at. I've got my own yes. little dog who's a, a cross uh, crossbreed, and but uh, yeah. so what? Um, so it, it puzzled me a little bit. Was Peggy Lee loves London? Why? Why Peggy Lee? Where does well, Peggy come I into it? Her, yeah, I named her Peggy Lee after the singer because when oh. I got her, her little hair stood up, and it just reminded me of Peggy Lee. And because oh, I, I was such a big fan of the singer, I just thought, well, I'm going to name her after. Peggy Lee. And, you know, maybe my next dog will be called Judy Garland. We'll just have to see. <laughs> well, who, who knows? That answers that question. Peggy Lee the Poodle. Marvellous. Yeah. Stuff, so. <laughs> and, and Judy Garland, what, what sort of, would it be another poodle or? Oh, definitely. Yes. Yeah. I mean, once you've had a poodle, there's no turning back. Because, <laughs> well, they're, they're, they're just extremely smart. You can't be allergic to them. Their hair doesn't fall out, but you do have to get them groomed. You have to look after them. But she's like a person. You know, it's like having a baby, and she's just absolutely adorable. And I I love her to death. I love her more than anything in this world, you know. And so, uh, you know, having a pet, having an animal like that can open your heart. Yes. And, you know, that's what the world needs now. It's, It's a very hard time for the world and everything that we've everybody's had to go through and a lot of your listeners are obviously going through a lot as well and so um you know it's just good to open open your heart and keep it open it's the only way we're going to make it 
as a dog lover, I would totally agree um, with that. It's all, you know, they just don't want anything for you except, uh, um, you know, a, a fuss and food, and that's it. Um, that's it. So, yeah, lovely stuff. Now then, the album, Hearts, Love, uh, Loves and Babies. Um, that was first released, I believe, uh, in 2020. What, what's the reason for the re-release? Was, was it all sort of due to COVID and sort of people's minds being everywhere else? What, what, it was a hundred percent. Yes, it was a hundred percent because of COVID, because everything just got shut down, and the music business was devastated by the pandemic. You know, we we tried to do gigs, but gigs were being canceled. People had to social distance. They weren't allowed to sing along, to clap. They had to, you know, have the space in between them. There was no dancing. It was completely joyless, and the the whole industry really screeched to a halt. And I had just made this album, so I thought, okay, I'm gonna park it, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna come back stronger. I'm gonna hit it again when this is all over with, and people are in the mood, and we can get back out there performing again. And I, you know, I didn't want a huge chunk of my life and my creativity to just go to waste. Yeah. And so I thought, well, you know, it's still good, so I'm gonna get it back out there. It's a shame you didn't perform it inside a football arena because then everybody could be packed in and shout and scream and sing dance with delight. delight. <laughs> um, but there you go. That's yes. me being political this morning. <laughs> so. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> there, there's, a, um, there's one cover version on there, um, which uh, I, I absolutely adore. I love this song. I can't give you anything but love. Why that one cover version in sort of all, all the originals? Because it's just so beautiful. Because it just had to be on there. Because I play it live and people love it. And it's been covered a million times by a million people, including Judy Garland. But I just thought I would give it a little bouncy treatment. And it's just, it's a totally beautiful song. And it's got the vernacular of the way people spoke in the in the, the 30s and 40s when it was written. And I just think I just think it's a classic and it's really sweet. And um, it had to be, it just had to be included. I just love it that much. It is a really, really good cover version. I do love that song. And as you say, many people have covered it. And yours, it's, it's, I don't know, it just sounds a little bit different uh, to what everyone else has done. And it's just so smooth. I love it to bits. Now, the new single from the album is called Holiday, which we've just played, um, which not only is another brilliant upbeat song for someone, you know, like uh, uh, like Walking on Sunshine and Love Shine and Light and Sun Street and all those others. Uh, and But you're also playing some of the 80s weekenders at Butlins, which is going to be a real crowd pleaser isn't it for holiday makers and a song called holiday i know and when i play it people act like they know it you know they're already they're singing the chorus by the end of the song which is a, a really good sign obviously behind the 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 jaunty catchy hooks is a little bit of a deeper message and the song is highly sarcastic but yeah. people can find their way into those into those lyrics and try and make sense of them in their own time. <laughs> so, so I don't sound like, you know, preachy meachy over here. No, but it, it's going to be great. With I mean, Butlins, people go to Butlins uh, because they want a great experience. Uh, the, the 80s weekends are, are absolutely amazing. Uh, and when they've got a song with holiday in the title, if the sun's out and everything, and they've had a great day on the beach. It, it's just, it's win-win all the way around. Um, well, I, I hope so. Yeah, I think they're going to eat it up. I mean, the Butlins audiences are incredible. And I think it's yeah. really good value to go and have be able to get so close to the, the stage and the artists because, you know, they've got a 
they have huge running orders of iconic acts from yeah. the 80s. And you just, where else are you going to get that access? And also, they're really, really fun. I mean, Butlins has really upped their game. It's wonderful for families. And, um, you know, I highly recommend it. If I was a child, I would be screaming at my parents to take me to Butlins. And as it is, I'm going to be standing up on stage screaming my own head off, <laughs> <laughs> screaming holiday. In, in between the songs, you can be screaming your head off. Absolutely. So, yeah. Yes. No, while I'm singing, I'm screaming. So, yeah, ah. perfect. Perfect. <laughs> but screaming in beautiful tune. Uh, <laughs> we we might as well you. mention. So. Who else is on the, on the bill with you, um, Katrina? Yeah, I haven't even looked. I haven't even looked, but a lot of them are, you Legends. know, your typical, uh, us- the usual suspects, a lot of them. Because, you know, people just can't get enough of 80s oh, music. Yes. And, you know, we never saw it coming when we were in the 80s. We, I thought that the fashion were, fashion was ridiculous. I thought a lot of the songs were ridiculous. And I, I just didn't think it would last. But people always come back to it. And for a lot of people, it was a very good time for them. And it was also... a a gigantic crop of high-quality music and really good, memorable, iconic tunes. Like, you know, Don't You Want Me Baby, for example. Mm. I mean, we we just thought that was just kind of throwaway stuff. And we didn't think it would last. We didn't think Walking on Sunshine would last or resonate with people. But, um, you know, it did. And there was just something about the era. And sometimes you think about music in the 90s or now in the tw- all of the 20s, and the knots, and you just, it's kind of hard to, you know, obviously there was Adele, um, but it's, it's kind of hard to put your finger on it. It's just people come and go so quickly. And I guess with social media, it's not like, it's not like there's like one definite chart. You know, it's like I was saying before, there are so many different charts and it's, it's pretty quick. You know, you kind of, you've got a song, it's in and then it's out yeah. and it's gone and it's forgotten. And it's just kind of hard to imagine what is going to endure from now. What songs are going to endure? What songs in 20 years' time are we going to look back and it's going to remind us of the time? Except probably Adele. And of course, Katrina and the Waves, this, this new album, uh, of course. Uh, and and people, just <laughs> lo- people just love to go back uh, to the times that they sort of enjoy in the 80s. Uh, would, yeah, it, was, it was a particular era for some great music. Um, yeah, not some great fashion uh, and big hair and everything else like that. Uh, and it's just nice just to revisit those wonderful times again with, with with that sort of music. So it is. Yeah, I mean, people always say to me, "Oh, I remember when I first heard your song," and "Oh, I remember I was dating my boyfriend," or "We got married to your song," or "There have been funerals to Walking on Sunshine." I mean, it just the the song just kind of it just goes on and on, but it serves a purpose. You know, it it brings a smile and hopefully a good memory. And long may it do that as well. Now then, it is Easter Sunday. Uh, how many Easter eggs have you had uh, this morning, Katrina? Not a single one. I've had half an almond croissant and a cup of coffee. So I need to do something about that, don't you think? <laughs> I definitely. I think so. I think there's so. got to be an, a, a chocolate Easter bunny in this house somewhere. Somewhere between now and midnight, you've got to find yourself an Easter egg. Um, so. I certainly will, yes. What's your favourite Easter egg? Um, my favourite Easter egg, well, I mean, it's it's... It's got to be the the lint 
I suppose I think Lindt makes fantastic chocolate, just creamy and melts in your mouth. So a big, huge Lindt egg would do me very nicely. Chocolate egg. Oh, you know, I've, I've had nothing to eat yet today. And I, I shouldn't ask these questions. I shouldn't because it just it just <laughs> it is so bad for me. So but at least I've got no temptations in, in the studio. So I'm all right there. So oh, <laughs> that's good, good. Katrina, where can people find out more about you, your music, the new out, al- uh, new album, the tour and, and everything else? Where, where can we find out? Sure. Katrina's web dot com. And then from there, you can see the uh, the Twitter, the Facebook, the TikTok the youtube and all that other good stuff and make sure you go to youtube and look at my videos for crazy mama you're going to play that in a sec and holiday because they're really fun videos and they feature the poodle oh right oh well well, that's it straight after the show then i'm I'm going straight onto youtube and have a look for uh, for peggy lee the poodle Um, yes oh that that's me lined up then for this afternoon loads of katrina videos uh, eggs and, and, uh, and, Patri- and Patrina? Katrina and the Poodle. <laughs> <laughs> That's my afternoon sorted. Katrina, it's been absolutely lovely to speak to you um, today. Oh, thank you so much to you and all of your listeners. Have a beautiful, lovely Easter and may you have many chocolate eggs. Oh, well, I, I, I shall have one or two, probably. Uh, so if I can <laughs> steal them from off the kids. But have a great right. weekend uh, and we'll, we'll speak soon. Sam. Cheers, Katrina. Thank you.